What's up guys welcome to Professor Reddit. This is your host Awace. This podcast is about all sorts of stories. Stories about people's day-to-day lives, problems and incidents. Okay let's get started. Enjoy. Story 1. Am I the asshole for snapping at the waitress that everyone is affected in this pandemic, not just her? This happened a few days ago. Restaurants can operate at 50%. From what I noticed, people are leaning towards delivery and aren't eating out much. I finished work and was about to go home. My roommate texted me that the stove wasn't working and there was nothing to eat. I was already tired plus h-u-n-g-r-y and I have to cycle for another 30 minutes to reach home. There is a burger place near my apartment. Nothing too fancy, but it isn't MCD either. I called and placed an order. Four burgers, two fries, two drinks. They asked me whether I wanted to pick it up or have or delivered. The restaurant is only a 15 minutes detour from my usual path. So, I told them that I would pick it up. I tipped delivery drivers, so I thought I would save the money. I'm a college student working as a desk clerk in a hotel. I'm not broke by any means, but I do try not to waste money. By the time I reached the restaurant, my order was ready. I paid the money in the counter, and they directed me somewhere else to collect. There was a waitress in the counter. She had the order in her hand, but didn't give it to me. She mentioned that, since the pandemic started the restaurant has been encouraging tips for tequillas. I was surprised, and I took out my wallet, and asked her if 10% was okay. She told me that standard is 25%. I was shocked, and she could also see it in my face. She started telling me that it's a pandemic. Do you know how much servers are affected? You know that servers live on tips, don't you? You are young but that's no excuse to be so selfish. At this point, I'm feeling like she is being unnecessarily condescending towards me. So I told her a little curtly, the pandemic has affected everyone, not just you. The only difference between me and you is that I don't expect people to give me money when I haven't actually worked for it. Can you please hand me my order? She scoffed, rolled her eyes, and then handed me the order. I left without leaving a tip. Now, I genuinely don't know whether I was in the right or wrong. I mostly tip 20-25% when I eat out. I have tipped less than 10% very few times, but that was always only in case of extremely bad service. I tip 20% to delivery drivers, 25% if weather is bad. I generally don't tip on takeout orders or for counter services. I haven't actually gotten any takeout since before the pandemic started, safety reasons and I was being frugal in case I got fired. So, I'm not sure if the rules have changed since then and I'm just unaware. Now, I'm conflicted. Am I the asshole for snapping at her? Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. NTA. I'm a hostess at a restaurant and have worked there for over 3 years. I know hosting is different than serving, but none of my co-workers or I would ever dare to have the audacity to say such a thing. If we ask for tips, we are fired on spot. Even if we weren't fired, that's just ridiculous what she said. I could never imagine saying that to someone. NTA. Forced tipping through social shaming is such an odd thing. It's starting to happen here in the UK too, which has been wholly imported from the US. I'm happy to tip when the service has been good, but restaurants should not be paying starvation wages and offloading the financial responsibility onto customers. NTA. 
Tipping is preposterous at the best of times, but demanding a tip for tequila and a huge one at that, and being so rude and condescending about it is bullshit. You're quite right, everyone, or most people, are economically affected by COVID, and you do not owe it to her to subsidize her. NTA. She can't speak to people like that and demand money. Jesus that's so rude. I think you should say something to management. God knows how many people she's done this to who won't be going back to that restaurant and she could be losing them a fair amount of customers. Now story 2. Enjoy. Am I the asshole for not convincing my daughter to give bone marrow to her brother? Long story short, my ex-wife and I were married for 7 years. We split up because she had mental health issues that led her to repeatedly cheat on me with a coworker. I got full custody of our daughter because my ex-wife tried to kidnap her and drive into a ditch whilst intoxicated. My ex-wife has never paid the court-mandated child support and I never pursued it because I make a significant amount of money at my job and she is unemployed. We split 11 years ago and our daughter is now 17. My ex-wife made no attempt to stay in contact. She got with the guy she had been seeing and they had a son together shortly after we divorced. About 3 months ago my ex-wife contacted me to say that my daughter wasn't actually mine. She was the product of the affair with the guy she is now married to and that my daughter needed to donate bone marrow to her brother. I refused. She contacted our daughter by showing up at school and when our daughter refused to talk to her, she is unhappy that after all this time her mum only shows up when she wants something. My ex-wife escalated to screaming at her about being ungrateful for being alive. Our daughter came home very upset and broke down about how upset she was that her mum never reached out to her after the split and how now the only reason she's contacted us is because she needs something. As a result of how upset she was I've gotten legal advice. My ex-wife is having a meltdown over FB because I won't force our daughter to talk to her or donate bone marrow. Am I the asshole here? Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. NTA, I doubt everything your ex-wife said about your daughter not being yours because I don't believe her. If she's half siblings with the boy, she might not even be matches even high chance. Even if they are full siblings it's 25% chance that they match. Anyway it's her body, and if she doesn't want to donate and go through all that she doesn't have to. Your ex-wife has no right to tell her what to do with her body, just like you have no right to force her to donate. NTA your daughter still has bodily autonomy, and there's no guarantee she would even be a match. She's also 17, and so more than old enough to decide what relationship she has with her mother. You are not the R for supporting your daughter and her decision. NTA, you should keep your daughter as far away from such an abusive person as possible. She's old enough to understand what is happening, so what you can do is tell her about what the situation with her brother is and explain the marrow transplant. She can then decide on her own what she would like to do, or better yet you can discuss it together what she feels best about. After the conversation she can put her feeling into writing and send a letter to her mom explaining her reasoning so there is no further misunderstandings. Do not let her talk to her mom directly, emotional abuse seems to be on the menu. NTA, ungrateful for being alive, after you saved your child from her driving both of them off a cliff, or what? You should look into a restraining order, get a lawyer, and protect your child. You are the father on paper, but listen to your lawyer this is too big for edit. Now story 3. Enjoy. 
Am I the asshole for refusing to replace my nephew's epipen after he unnecessarily used it because of something I said slash my food? Okay, weird title. I know. Basically, my nephew has a pretty severe peanut allergy to the point where they carry an epipen around all the time just in case. From what I know, if he mistakenly eats a peanut or something, they have to use the epipen as sap. My brother drops my nephew off at my parents house pretty randomly, most of the time he'll call ahead but sometimes he comes without warning, but my parents are usually there and responsible. Of course when we know my nephew is coming, we put away all the peanut products. Today I'd order some Chick-fil-A for lunch, not knowing my brother and my nephew were going to stop by. I left the Chick-fil-A on the dining table while I finished a class, and when I walked out I saw my nephew eating one of my nuggets. I panicked because I knew that Chick-fil-A uses peanut oil to fry their chicken. So I ran and told my brother that my nephew ate a chicken nugget that was fried with peanut oil and he immediately used the epipen on my nephew. When my brother's wife found out, she was furious because apparently peanut oil is refined and therefore my nephew isn't allergic to it, so they had just wasted an epipen. My brother is blaming me and says I need to pay to replace the epipen since it's my fault it was used. But I feel like, as his dad, he should've been aware of what his son was or wasn't allergic to and stopped him from eating something if he wasn't sure he was allergic to it. However, that was their last epipen and my brother says they can't afford to buy another one. I'm 16, so I do have a job, but it's minimum wage, and I only have about $800 saved, and it's part of what I'm saving up for college. I can't afford to spend $600 on an epipen. Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. NTA, you were concerned for his safety and alerted his parent to the possible issue. It's always better to be safe than sorry, sure, in hindsight it was a waste of an epipen, but better to waste it than not use it when it was actually needed. The real asshole here is the pharmaceutical industry for making life-saving medications so fucking expensive. NTA none of what happened was your fault. Nephew took the nugget without asking. You told dad about the peanut oil. He administered the shot. Mom apparently knew peanut oil was okay so why didn't dad? That's on him. His kid, his responsibility. To ask a 16 year old who was only an unfortunate bystander to pay, that bill is beyond ridiculous. If the kid's own father didn't know peanut oil was okay, how the heck were you, a 16 year old relative with no peanut allergy, supposed to know? It's bad enough that these people are trying to force you into a role of parenting their kid, removing all peanut products from your own house, really, and not supervising what their kid eats, but thinking you should know more of the allergen details than the kid's father is just entitled. Sorry, no other way to describe that level of awfulness. NTA. Can't believe it needs to be said, but it's the job of the parents to parent. NTA. His parents are responsible for his actions. If dad was watching him, he could have prevented any consumption. You didn't hand him a Snickers. You didn't administer the epipen yourself. And you alerted his inattentive father of the situation and he decided. It's pretty shitty to ask a 16 year old to pay for their negligence. Now story 4. Enjoy. Am I the asshole for making fun of a girl for her dad's 9-11 death? I go to college in New York State. I'm Muslim. I was very young when 9 over 11 happened, as were the rest of the people in my year. There's a girl in one of my classes whose father was in the World Trade Center. He died. 
Of course, this is very sad, and I pity the man, but not her. She's extremely racist. She hates everyone who isn't white or East Asian. But she especially hates Muslims due to her father's passing. So of course, we don't talk. But today, September 11th, was the day she exploded. I was wearing a hijab. She told me I should take it off out of respect for the victims, and that it was the equivalent of a hat. I said no. She said that you Muslims did this, you need to take off the hijab to show respect. I obviously told her no. Then she went on a very long Islamophobic rant that I can't entirely recall because this was hours ago. But I remember she concluded by saying that Islam took away her father, so she wants to take away Islam. I'm still confused as to what she meant. She made a few comments towards me, and I went on my phone to de-escalate. She made more comments, I kept ignoring her. But then she said yeah, you're not responding, because you know I'm right. I don't know why that set me off, but it did. I told her no, I'm just busy texting my dad. She left the room in tears. My classmates are saying that she was in the wrong, but what I said was unnecessarily cruel. Now, I don't think I'm ta. BC she started it, all I did was finish it. So, Reddit, Ata? Yes, I'm aware I have spelling mistakes. I speak Arabic at home. Edit, for everyone wondering, the professor was out of the room. He'd already given us our lecture. Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. Can't believe how much people are defending the racist one. So because her dad died she's entitled to be racist, when she's having a bad day. No. I say NTA, she deserved it, and if she does this again, I say bring up how dead her dad is again. NTA. The crimes of people masquerading as Muslims aren't on you, a college kid. Live your life according to your convictions and move on. This girl needs therapy. You said what you said, because she was being a racist, and she backed you into a corner. NTA the title had me mad, but then I read the post. You did not make fun of her, you snapped at her in frustration at the way she was treating you 9 over 11 was an awful day for all of America, and it does stand to reason that today would especially hard for her, since she lost her dad. That said, it doesn't mean you or anyone else should take her racist abuse today, or any other day. You are not responsible for the acts of individuals who happen to share the same religion, and in this case it is a perversion of that religion anyway. NTA. She's old enough to know better. And if 9 over 11 is too traumatic for her, she should stay home and grieve not show up at school and rant at a random Muslim. No deserves to be denigrated.